Hey, hey, and welcome to the Jeff Macolino Podcast. Thanks for coming. Uh, please give me subscribe or follow, whatever the nomenclature is, and please share with a friend. Do me a favor, do your friend a favor. <laughs> so today is a little bit different. We had a planned episode, by we, I mean myself uh, and my producer, uh, Jeff Macolino. Uh, <laughs> Planned episode's been shelved. Um, let's call it legal and editing purposes, and I'll uh, leave it at that. Uh, we'll revisit it. It's not a not a bad episode. Just some things that uh, need to either wait or be cleaned up a little bit. So we'll uh, again. I'll leave it at that. So uh, I have a new segment for you in this episode, which I hope you enjoy. And I have a short, I got a couple questions I was able to pull last minute for kind of a ask me anything. So we'll hit those after the break. Uh, also, just teasing the next episode, I have a great guest upcoming. I'm very excited. Uh, this next, uh, this should be the next episode out. Uh, if that episode doesn't come out great, it is on me 100%. I've heard his podcast. I've heard him guest on a podcast. He is delightful. Uh, you know, if it doesn't go well, it's on me. Uh, I, I, I can take that one. I think it will. I think he could carry me uh, like many of my uh, great guests have so far. Uh, and I want to thank everyone who listens for feedback that they've given me. I got uh, lately, I've been getting more feedback, which makes sense because I've been getting more listeners. <laughs> So, I got some big-time feedback I appreciate, especially the last few episodes. Uh, and I do see that people are going back and listening to the older episodes as well. Uh, so, don't hesitate to give me feedback on those. It's only been a few months, so I'm still learning and growing. Uh, whether it's critique, criticism, uh, compliments. Uh, generally, they're compliments to the guest, which, hey, I'm the one who books them. So... I take that as a compliment myself. Uh, I got a, uh, a compliment about uh, how interesting it was, the episode with me and Mark Rodriguez, my friend. Uh, so that was, that was nice. But the, the latest episode with Tony Russo uh, got a lot of compliments and kind of behind the curtain. I have noticed I typically will get a higher listener count for episodes with comedian guests. But when I step away from comedy and have a guest like Tony, or like I've previously had Larry Sprung and uh, Stephen Halley Martin and uh, Nicole Coleman, or even Mark Rodriguez, uh, I tend to get more feedback. Um, so, which kind of makes sense because most of the comedy episodes are mostly jokes and talking about comedy specifically. Uh, so, there's probably less feedback to give, whereas. You know, talking to someone about uh, conspiracy theories or uh, journalism or policing, oh boy, uh, that, can, that can cause a lot of uh, additional feedback. So please, uh, if you do have feedback on any of my episodes, let me know. Some people have, have come out and said, you know, I just like the funny stuff, I don't like the, the other stuff, but a lot of people who I respect very much uh, say they love the mixture of 
going from a comedian to a uh, a rock band to a, a journalist, you know, to a financial guy to comedians, and obviously most of my guests will probably end up being comedians, and that's by choice. That's kind of what I want, and hopefully also. You know, I thought the episode with Tony, while we talked about a lot of serious things, I thought we... I'll be honest, I don't listen to my own episodes. <laughs> so, I, I still thought, it seemed like we had a very light, fun conversation, even when we were talking about heavy topics. So, hopefully, you know, there's still a bit of a comedic vibe, even if we're talking about serious stuff. So, but I have had... Well, since I've started doing this, I've had a very busy last couple of weeks. Um, I hope you caught my episode from, now it's, I guess, two episodes ago with Dana Pereira. And I hope that you saw and checked out me guest hosting on her podcast uh, last week, That Trophy Wife, Trophy Wife Life. Gosh, I always mix up life and wife for some reason. That Trophy Wife Life. Um, that episode is called That's Impressive had so much fun uh, not only having her on my podcast, but then going on her podcast. And her podcast, I'll put it, the link in my show notes. You can catch it on anything. But hers is on YouTube, which mine is not. So if you want to see video of me on the uh, on doing her podcast, you know, check it out on YouTube. Uh, you can see the uh, pouring of the drink, which many people have mentioned they can can hear me doing during episodes, which is fun. Uh, <laughs> I do I do take a full glass, usually a large glass, like a pint glass, full of my drink, and generally I finish it before the episode is complete, and I bring a, usually just a normal glass, a lowball glass that you would drink whiskey out of. I fill that up with ice before the episode, I then strain it into the empty glass to get all the melted, you know, water out of it. And then I uh, just pour my Canadian whiskey into the remaining ice. Uh, by the way, I will not say brand names for Canadian whiskey, uh, but if one wants to sponsor me in the podcast, I will say your name all the time. <laughs> all right. So, also, uh, busy, even this past week, Doug Stanhope, who is a comedian I've mentioned, this is episode 25, I believe, so I've probably mentioned him between 18 to 23 times in these first 25 episodes. Uh, he, I'm, I, he is the one person who I am a uh, Patreon member of. Patreon is something that maybe one day I will venture into. You basically pay to get kind of exclusive content and access and stuff like that. So he had a, uh, a Zoom meeting with his patrons, and I was able to actually be the first one up, luckily, because I only had an hour between the start of his Zoom and doing a uh, five-minute set on a live show, which I've also mentioned many times. Uh, it was great. I was able to talk to Stanhope uh, about stand-up. Uh, somehow we segued into drugs, and then we kind of segued back into the, uh, I mentioned, you know, hey, I'm glad I got to go first, I got a, a, a virtual open mic I'm doing, you had me plug the app myself, uh, hey, if any termites found their way here from that, 
I love you. Uh, and and hit me up. I'm I'm super accessible on Twitter. Uh, I also have Facebook and uh, Instagram. I'm terrible with Instagram. I don't take pictures. I don't know what to take pictures of. But anyways, uh, speaking of a live show app, you know, Fridays they do five-minute sets. Most nights are three-minute sets. I think I mentioned previously they have a Sunday showcase where they actually get a host who actually picks people. I was able to do that a couple weeks ago. If you have any desire to do stand-up and you're nervous, that's a real low-stress way to try. It's not nearly the same as getting up at an open mic with people as far as nerves, but it still makes you nervous and you still can somewhat gauge the reaction. Uh, I can tell you from doing both that certain things that got a lot of laughs in person didn't get any laughs virtually and vice versa. Uh, and I think I've mentioned or I discussed on here with some of the previous comedians, that doesn't mean that one's good and one's bad. It's that, you know, it just that that delivery or that audience was right for that joke. So it's one of those things you test jokes out. You know, I, I think it was it was either, I think it was Jeremy. It may have been uh, Scott Curtis uh, who said, you know, you want to test them three to five times. You don't want to give up after one. So, a lot of my jokes now that I like, I'm on time three or four, and there are a few that have hit every time. Uh, the the part I think I actually played the part about filling out the survey with the married, divorced, widowed. Uh, uh, that has worked every time. Uh, so I'm going to uh, obviously try to build around that a little bit more. But all right. New segment time, take a quick break, come back, got a couple of uh, Ask Me Anythings, and then I'll talk a little bit. The Inside the Notebook portion of this podcast is going to be dedicated to talking a little bit about my children because I, I talked a little bit about them in the podcast with Dana and on her podcast as well. And some other people I've talked to have said, you've got to work this, the things, the, your interactions with your kids into the stand-up more, which I have not done at all at any point, virtually or on a, on a stage. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll try to riff a little bit about actually just this, this past weekend, and uh, we'll see if, uh, if anything's funny out there. And as always, I encourage you to... Let me know if you find anything I say funny. So, be right back. Stay tuned. I don't know if that's really a thing to say during a podcast, but we'll say it anyways. Like uh, Gary Shandling said in the Larry Sanders show, no flicking, no flicking. Here's an unpaid sponsorship for Frontier Communications. Do you miss dial-up internet speeds? Do you want to see what it's like to live in a world without internet? Do you want an internet provider with horrendous customer service? Do you want to just flush money down the toilet? Well, if so, I have an internet provider for you. Frontier Communication provides internet speeds at literally five one thousandths. Yeah, 
That's hard to say. The speed of its local competitors. Not only that, they charge you more for it. If you miss the days of taking three minutes to download an image of Pamela Anderson for your jerk-off sessions and knowing that you'd never have enough time to download a video, get yourself Frontier Communications Internet. And because you're a listener to the Jeff Macalino podcast, I've got a great deal for you. Reach out to Frontier Communications on Twitter and tell them to go fuck themselves and that Jeff Macalino sent you. And you will be eligible to get the slowest internet speeds at the highest internet price if you live in Pinellas County, Florida. Frontier Communications. Vintage internet. You've got mail. You know my dad, Jeff Macalino, is a cool dad. But he's still old and not hip. Which he shows by telling me to use the word hip. No one uses it anymore. Anyway, here's a segment where my dad has to go to Urban Dictionary to look up something that confused him on social media. What got you confused this week, Dad? Well, thanks for that. That was my lovely daughter, Bella. <laughs> this week. So I've, I've seen this a few times in the past, especially on Twitter, and I saw it cross my uh, Twitter feed a couple times this week. No clue what it means, so I'm going to look it up on urbandictionary.com. And it was... Uh, it was about someone who got suspended or banned from Twitter, and someone said, press F to pay respect, um, or something to that effect. So, does have a match on Urban Dictionary, and the top definition, press F to pay respects, when someone you love passes on, so you pay your respects with F. And the example is, damn, my cousin died. Press F to pay respects. Am I right? <laughs> that was by Shane Thy Nugget, posted September 26, 2018. Um, that's the top definition. Doesn't really give any explanation to it. And it looks like there's only one more. Press F to pay respect. When someone has taken a big L or has been oofed so hard that they may feel emotional pain. This term can be abbreviated to the letter F. Example is, man, I got rejected last week. Everyone, F. Press F to pay respect is a general term or response after someone feeling emotional or physical pain. So I didn't really get an explanation, but I guess it's just uh, like a pour one out kind of thing. It's kind of what it sounds like. Like you pour out 40 out of respect for someone who passed or something. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I guess that's good enough. Not an expression I'm going to use anytime soon, but at least I have an explanation as to what the hell it means. All right. So, when I realized that uh, the planned episode was going to be delayed or postponed, whatever you want to call it, I 
kind of reached out for some questions. I was able to get a couple real quick, so I will briefly uh, answer a couple questions. <laughs> so the first, uh, Chris asked, do you want to make money as a podcaster? Uh, my answer to that is I want to make money, period. So, sure. Uh, I've made a few bucks. I mean, so far, I do have, uh, at this point, one, one s real sponsor. I hope you all, by the way, are uh, listening to my fake sponsorship. And I, I, may, I might have to, the first person who actually has the balls to do what I say to do, I might have to Venmo a few dollars your way. So if you do, uh, tweet Frontier, uh, make sure you uh, tag me in that so I know, and I will, uh, I'll shoot you a couple dollars because I will find that so funny. <laughs> so, but, you know, I think I've said before, ad nauseum probably because I talk about myself so much, but... Uh, you know, my goal when I, the reason I'm doing this is because I started writing a couple of screenplays uh, that I intended to be dark comedies, and I've run them by a few people as far as the content, but the main thing I was concerned with, the content people like, and I, I've said on both of them, it's like, is this a comedy, or is this just like a, is this a dark comedy, or is this a drama, or tragedy, or whatever, and it's like, no, I think it's better as a dark comedy is always the consensus. And I agree that was the goal, but I don't find enough humor in it. So in talking to comedians, they said, well, first, you got to start doing stand up, writing stand up, performing stand up. You find funny and you find ways to work in jokes, just about everyday things, living. That's what stand up is. So there's that, and podcasting, especially a situation like this where you just have to talk and find where you're going to finish the sentence. So, so, you know, finding a voice, that's, that's the, the way I think that it's best phrased. So if I don't make more than a, a few bucks podcasting, that won't kill me, uh, but hopefully I do. Uh, my goal, honestly, is to make enough money where I don't need to have a day job. I can focus on writing, doing stand-up, podcasting. One of the three that's successful, I, I, you know, if, if things took off in the writing realm, I'd probably try to act a little bit. I, I always was a good actor when I was younger. I've done one thing on film that you can see on YouTube. It's not a porno, uh, or it wouldn't be on YouTube. Uh, I was 20 or 21 years old when I did that, so it's been quite a long time since I've done anything in that realm. But regardless, I don't know. Uh, if podcasting were the thing and I was able to pay my bills by just doing a podcast and anything else on top of that, I would never just do a podcast. I'd always be trying to write, probably doing stand-up at least a little bit. That's definitely my least favorite thing, to be quite honest. But it's also the most exhilarating thing. 
So it's it's a real tough thing to describe. But no, I, I even signed up. I, I actually earlier did my first delivery for Uber Eats uh, just as a test run. But it's one of the things where I've considered how much money I need to make to to pay my bills. I was lucky enough to get a house at a very low point in the real estate market. So make enough money to pay my bills. Uh, what if I drive for Uber Eats, you know, 10, 20 hours a week? What would that do? How much would I need to make doing other stuff uh, like the podcast? Because I can tell you what I've been doing is not going to work long term because it is aggressively rough on the body to have a podcast. I, I, I don't remember if I said this on my podcast or someone else's, to be honest, and, and or maybe it was just a conversation I had, but it's very funny how I think a lot of people think that, you know, I put out a one-hour episode with any guest, Tony, Tony Russo, actually his was longer than an hour, uh, or Dana, uh, or, or any, pick any of them, uh, to, before I interviewed Tony, I got an advanced copy of his book, and I read it. Now, I not only had to reach out to Tony to begin with and spend time to find him in the first place, but then to prepare for the interview, I had to read his book. I, I didn't have to. I enjoyed it, so don't get me wrong, but people don't understand a one-hour podcast takes the least amount of time I, I think I've spent is probably five hours in preparation and booking and potentially editing. I usually don't edit much, as you probably can tell. So uh, it's time consuming. And then doing stand up is a lot more than just showing up and telling jokes for five minutes. Writing five minutes of jokes can take some time, first of all. Second of all, you show up. By the way, you also, when you're performing stand up, you either still have to pay cover to get in or buy drinks. Uh, or both, in my case. <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, it's time-consuming. It's not cheap. It's not easy. None of it is. So, long-term, the easiest thing would be if I didn't have to devote, you know, 50 hours a week, especially when I'm going to start commuting back to an office uh, with the day job. So... You know, Uber Eats would also not really prohibit me so much from writing, especially since a lot of my writing is just doing voice memos. Um, so, you know, it's it's more it's less mentally consuming than than what I do. So, I don't know if that answered the question. I rambled a long time, probably more information than you want, but yeah, making enough money. I'm not trying to get rich doing anything. I'm just trying to make enough money to to continue my life <laughs> the way it is. It's just fine. And uh you know, that would that would make me happy. Brandon asked, "What podcasts do you listen to?" I could do a whole hour talking about what podcasts I listen to. I don't think this is an exhaustive list, but I'm going to scroll through my Spotify podcasts and shows. I think I noticed a couple, like Larry's podcast, the Mitlin 
Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Go check episode 12, I want to say, of my podcast. But I'll scroll through my Spotify. That's where I listen to podcasts. In alphabetical order, I'll tell you the ones that are showing up currently. Uh, The first one is the Adam and Dr. Drew show. That one's between two to four times a week, I want to say, that that comes out. Adam and Dr. Drew, I've mentioned, I believe, before they used to host a show called Loveline that I listened to with a Walkman when I was in middle school every night. Uh, There wasn't a baseball game going on at the same time, although I think that was like 10 to midnight, so I think baseball was usually over by the time they came on. Uh, so I grew up listening to them. It's fun to uh, to hear them interact again. Next one is the Adam Carolla show. That's actually daily, and I listen to it almost every day. Uh, uh, Behind the Bits with Scott Curtis. Hey, Scott Curtis, he was on my podcast. He actually is, I believe, the second or third most listened to episode of my podcast thus far. I love listening to his podcast. And I, I actually have taken notes from things that his guests have said during his podcast. I've listened to a lot of those. Uh, the next is Bertcast's podcast. That's Bert Kreischer's podcast. I listen to that depending on the guest. Uh, he always does a one-on-one, or I, I think he's had two-on-ones and stuff, but mostly one-on-one. If I like the comic, then I will listen. Uh, he'll have musicians and other people on, but, you know. It's good. I like Bert. Uh, the next one, which has not been updated in over a year, but hopefully will before the end of this year, is the Better Call Saul Insider Podcast. If you like Better Call Saul, then you'll like the podcast. If not, I, I definitely wouldn't listen to it. So, <laughs> the Next is the Bill Burt Podcast. That's Bill Burr and Burt Kreischer's podcast. I think it's once a week, and I listen to it. Pretty much every week. Sometimes they have a guest, sometimes they don't. Uh, Bring the Wood. Bring the Wood. T-H-A. That is a Saints podcast. Uh, Child Like It Best with Mike Valdez. Um, hmm, He might be on my podcast soon. Delightful podcast. Uh, Especially if you're someone my age. um, You know, in your 30s, I would say. A lot of uh, nostalgic type things in there. Uh, A comedy advice podcast. That's hosted by this guy named Stefan Satani, who is hilarious, and he has some tremendous guests, and he was also a guest on this podcast. I listened to every episode. I I went back and listened to a lot of the prior episodes of this podcast as well. Very funny. uh, Just just fun to listen to. Uh, The Dirty Little Secrets Club. This is one of the new ones to my list. That's hosted by Dana Pereira, and a professional, former professional, professional wrestler named Brimstone. Only a couple episodes of that, and I have enjoyed it and laughed greatly. Uh, next, the Doug Stanhope podcast. I think I kind of touched on him earlier. Uh, FL Teams. Well, there's one podcast on there that's called Bolts and Bats in the Bay, and it's hosted by Jeff Macalino. So uh, I don't actually listen to it, but I do record it. Uh, ID10T with Chris Hardwick. Uh, I listen to some of these. It really depends on if I like the guest or not. I, you know, don't listen to a ton of them. I do like Chris Hardwick. 
but you know, sometimes the guest just doesn't interest me. Uh, the Jessen, whoops, the Jessel Nick and Rosenthal Vanity Project. Uh, that's Anthony Jesselnick, and I mean, if you know him, he he's not his stage persona, but I don't think his real persona is all that different than his stage persona. Maybe just a little softer. <laughs> um, hey, the Joe Rogan experience. His episodes are so long, I definitely pick and choose the ones that I listen to. Next is Literally with Rob Lowe. Same thing, pick and choose based on the guest, but his are shorter, like an hour. So I usually do listen to his every week. Uh, Locked on Saints, daily podcast, hosted by Ross Jackson. Uh, If you're a Saints fan, that's obviously one for you. If not, definitely wouldn't recommend it. Uh, Monday morning podcast, that's Bill Burr's podcast. He also does, it comes out Monday morning and Thursday afternoon. Uh, the Nateland podcast, uh, that's hosted by Nate Bargatze and a couple of other Nashville-based comedians. I had an email uh, or a message or whatever story read on that podcast, which inspired my first uh, stand-up bit because Nate said, Hey, Jeff, you're a comedian. You should, you should figure out a way to get this on stage. It kind of bummed, but I'm going to take the blame for that one. Nate Bargatze hilarious comedian, one that I can show my children. Although my daughter loves him, my son does not. My son is like, this guy is stupid. Can you put on Jim Gaffigan? So, yes, my kids, Nate Bargatze and Jim Gaffigan. I got to show him Jeremy Nunez. I got to mix him in, uh, his special. Uh, Anyways, New Orleans.Football podcast. Again, if you're a Saints fan, you probably already listened to that. Uh, The Office Deep Dive with Brian Baumgartner. That is, well, if you like The Office, you may enjoy that. I love listening to that for some of the -the behind-the-scenes stuff, especially since I also have a sitcom idea I've been working on. So there's that. The Reason Interview with Nick Gillespie. That's a great one. That's probably the only political one I have on here. Uh, that's one I listen to based upon the, the guest and the topic. They they do a good job describing what the episode's about. Smartless, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. I'll listen depending on the guest, but those three are pretty sarcastic and comical to listen to. They pick on each other a lot. Um, hey, that Trophy Wife Life comedy show. Hosted by Dana Pereira. Uh, I think I've mentioned that already. I definitely recommend listening to that. Uh, Trust Levels with Cam Jordan and Mark Ingram. I think I've only listened to the episode of this where Alvin Kamara was on there. but uh, And they also haven't had an episode since January. And so I'm not sure if that's going to be a football season thing or what. Uh, Getting near the end, I promise. Tuesday with stories. Tuesdays with stories. Mark Normand and uh, Joe List host this podcast, and I love both of these guys. Uh, Two comedians, New York comedians, who tell stories. Uh, But I I love listening to them. They're they're fun. They're just fun. Uh, The TV Time Machine podcast hosted by Luis Garcia. He was also a former guest of the Jeff McAlino podcast.
Uh, Uncle Joey's Joint. It's Joey Diaz's podcast. Uh, I I don't listen to every episode, but every time I do, I feel like he's speaking to me. <laughs> like, with wisdom. I don't know. Just something about it. Uh, the Valley Boys podcast. Credit to these guys, because they followed me on Twitter, and I followed them back. They only got me interested because I'm like, hey, these guys followed me on Twitter. I'll, I'll listen to their podcast. So maybe I should follow more people on Twitter. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I enjoyed it. They're two comedians, different politically, uh, but they have good... Uh, I, I enjoy it. You know, it's uh, Dave Weasel and Brandon Collins are the hosts of that podcast. Last three, We Might Be Drunk. This is a newer one. Sam Morell and Mark Normand, two of the best joke writers, probably the two best joke writers around in comedy today. Uh so obviously I want to listen to their podcast and they drink while they do it. So cheers. Uh, WTF with Mark Marin. I always skip his intro because his personality annoys the hell out of me, to be quite honest. But he is a tremendous interviewer. So anytime he has a guest on that uh, is of any interest to me, I will listen because he does do a great job interviewing his guests. I personally find his personality in his pre-reads very grinding, and, you know, he, he's it kind of depresses me a little bit. Uh, so, not to be a dick, but I, I, I would guess a lot of people feel that way. And last but certainly not least, this would be, someone asked me if I could guest on any podcast that I haven't already, of course. Uh, what would it be? It would be this last one. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. That dude goes deep. He is, you know, you, you never know whether you're going to laugh a lot during his episodes or like get emotional. Like he goes deep and spiritual and, you know, kudos to him. He is an awesome, uh, he had an awesome TV show, uh, Crashing. And he has an awesome podcast. Pete Holmes, you made it weird. All right, so enough about podcasts. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I, I think I may bring myself, so what you may hear before this, I may go back and either re-record or edit because it was way longer than I intended to spend on two questions for AMA. Um, and if you like those, send me questions. I'll mix them in. Or if you want me to ask guests questions... You know, you can send me those too. You might not know the guest, but you know, might know an awkward question I can ask. So, you know, there's that. So, uh, I'm falling behind on, as busy as I've been, I'm falling behind on television shows. They're starting to come fast and furious. My brother sent me a recommendation to watch uh, Doom Patrol on HBO Max. I told him, well, I'm going to try. And I, I had sent him, I finished watching the first two seasons of Succession, and the only two seasons so far. That's also on HBO Max. Tremendous show. Lucifer, which I didn't even realize until I saw someone post on Twitter. Lucifer has new episodes out on Netflix, uh, which is a show I enjoy. And a show I thought had been canceled a couple years ago, Thanks to the Bill Burr podcast, 
And his guest, who is on this show, uh, Louder Milk, is on Amazon Prime. It was on whatever AT&T DirecTV station that uh, it ran for two seasons. It stars Ron uh, Livingstone, the, the guy who was in Office Space, and the guy who, uh, well, uh, he was in the first season of A Million Little Things. You should know him from Office Space if you're listening to my podcast. <laughs> but he, um, I find that show enjoyable. It stars a couple of other comedians. It has Will Sasso in it, and uh, Brian Regan cracks me up in that show. Uh, also, Loki is coming out soon, and uh, Rick and Morty is coming out with a with a new season, which I love that cartoon. So, falling behind on my TV shows, and I think the only reason I'm I went there is I was talking about Doom Patrol, which I believe, according to my brother, stars Bre- Brendan Fraser. And uh, I've been trying to show movies to my kids that are a little bit older, just so they can you know, have a sense of some of the movies I kind of grew up watching. I don't know if grew up watching is right, but I think I mentioned previously I let him watch Midnight Run with Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin, Rest in Peace. Uh, That movie had a lot of cussing in it. But I'm really, the only thing I'm trying to shield them from is sex at this point. I, I don't want them to use foul language, but... They're at the age. My daughter's about to go to middle school in a few months. My son's a boy who watches a lot of football. So he's at the age where kids are going to start throwing words around. I'd rather them not be shocked by them, I think, to an extent. You don't need to use them because it just makes you dumber. It means you you, you don't have the fucking vocabulary to describe how you feel. (laughs) But, no, this past weekend, I let them see Blast from the Past, which I don't think they got most of the humor, which is probably best, because most of the humor was somewhat sexual in nature, other than just him being awkward about things. Um, I previously let him watch Castaway, and they enjoyed that. When he was on the island and everything, when he was away from society, I don't think they liked the context before or after so, maybe that maybe that was a lot of people. I don't know. Uh, but the, when we're watching Blast from the Past, James kept asking me. He said, oh, the Cold War. We learned about that in Rocky IV. I'm like, oh, you learned watching a Rocky movie. Okay. <laughs> so, he's like, that went all the way back to the 60s into the 80s. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He asked me questions. And I, about the Cold War... I answered, I think, correctly, mostly, or deflected to something I knew. I don't know. But I quickly realized he's he's getting smarter than me. Like, I try to take the edge on a few things. Like, we, he's getting into hockey big time now with the Lightning, and... He keep he's a football fanatic, so he keeps saying every time they call a penalty, he says that's a flag on them. You know, I'm like, if football's the only sport where they throw flags when they call penalties, every other sport it's just a a penalty or foul. You know, it's not a it's not a flag. 
So he was proud uh, the other night when we were watching hockey. He, he said, they called a penalty on that? He's like, oh, Dad, I didn't say he threw a flag. <laughs> so he was proud of himself. But then he promptly made me look like an idiot because I, I wear blue light glasses, which I used to have terrible eye strain because I'm staring at a computer screen for nine hours a day, and then I watch TV for an hour plus several hours a day. So I, but I used to have really bad, like my eyes would burn around six, seven o'clock. So I started wearing blue light glasses when I work at my computer and I, when I'm watching TV or multitasking on my phone and TV and the burning has gone away. So I assume I'm talking about my eyes, not my genitals, the burning's still there, uh, (laughs) But he's like, Daddy, why do you wear those? I'm like, oh, it's a blue light. It blocks the blue light. So he tried them on. And he's like, makes everything kind of look a little yellow. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it it, it it does. It tints a little yellowish. He's like, why? I'm like, well, because it, it's blocking the blue light. He's like, but, but that doesn't answer the question. Why is it yellow? I'm like, well, I, I don't know. But the blue light... that's the bad you don't want the blue light and basically I feel like that's like someone like Seth Rogen in the beginning of this is the end where he's trying to explain why gluten is bad and he clearly has no clue what gluten is or why it's bad or if it's bad (laughs) and that's me with the blue light glasses and he basically called me to the carpet with uh he called me on my bullshit there and that was that was embarrassing because earlier in the day I saw a meme on Twitter and it said, I was the 30th president. I did nothing. I, the economy boomed and I chose not to run for re-election. And I'm like, James, what president was Calvin Coolidge? And he instantly said he was 30th. Then he looked at me and he said, isn't that the president you say is your favorite? And you didn't even know what number he was. I'm like, well, I I thought so. I just wanted to double check. So, hmm. I I knew he was smarter than me, like IQ-wise, intelligence-wise, but I expected him to be a little older before he started becoming, like, way more knowledgeable than me. So I feel like that that tide has turned. Like, from now on, it's only going to be him knowing more than me soon. Maybe I need to start start hiding some football history from him so I can just keep a little extra in reserve. But yeah, he is he is a little too smart. Anyways, I'm gonna wrap this up. I apologize for the un, un uh, That was a Canadian whiskey error. I apologize for the unexpected solo episode. I hope it was tolerable. And I promise this next episode is going to be great. Hey, if you have a Twitter, please follow me at St. J. Mac. And if I don't follow you back, shoot me a message and say, Hey, I listened to your podcast. Follow me back. And I will. Uh, you know, do it now. Because my listeners have gone from tens to hundreds over the past couple months. So when it goes to thousands, I probably am not going to be able to follow everyone back. So... Strike while the iron is hot, my friends. Uh, you can like the Facebook p- 
page, the Jeff Macalino podcast. I'm sure if you search it, you can find it. I'm also on Instagram, also at St. Mac. I don't do much there. I usually just put the newest episodes. If anyone has any advice on how to, you know, make your Instagram more entertaining without taking pictures of your ugly face. Not your ugly face, my ugly face, of course. <laughs> Let me know. Um, hey, if you're super rich and you just want to support my uh, podcast, then there are links in the show notes where you can just basically uh, become a uh, a supporter of the podcast, a financial supporter. And I wouldn't hate you for it. I already said I'm starting to drive Uber Eats. It's not like I, you know, I'm going to turn down money if you've got extra. <laughs> Anyways, hit me up. If you have questions, you can email me, Mac. It's S-A-I-N-T-J-M-A-C at gmail.com. Uh, or, again, same St. Mac on Twitter, Instagram. If I don't respond to you, send me another message because I probably just started to and got distracted. So I, I promise I will not ignore you. And if you somehow listened to all these episodes of the podcast and you have not communicated with me, and I know there are some of you who have not because I can see the numbers. <laughs> if you want to, please reach out. I'm a very friendly person. I promise I won't bite unless unless you want me to. <laughs> All right. Go Lightning. Fuck the Carolina Hurricanes. Peace.